If you run a search for toilet paper online, you probably know that price gouging remains a problem. But what can you do about it? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me is CNET e-commerce reporter and Daily Charge regular, Ben Fox Rubin. Hey, Ben. Hey, man. How's it going? You've got a piece that takes a look at the problem of price gouging. But before we get into this bigger problem, uh, what are some of the more egregious examples that you found just recently? For me personally, I just jumped on Amazon and within five minutes was able to find some pretty obvious examples. For instance, there was Cottonelle toilet paper that was almost three times as expensive on Amazon as it would be in Target. There was also marinara sauce that I usually buy that was, again, three times more expensive than you would normally find on a listing right next to it. So there was one seller selling two jars for $29. If you clicked on the one from Whole Foods, which Amazon owns, you would have saved $20. It would have been $10 instead of $30. So what exactly is happening here? Amazon's trying to manage the problem, but I think it's still a problem. Yeah, I mean, we saw tons of headlines early on in the pandemic, right, where we had crazy prices for things like hand sanitizer and toilet paper. You know, we're, we're three months into this, uh, and you've clearly found some examples of this being an issue. But like, how big or how broad of a problem is this at this point? It's been huge. The spike especially happened in early February, March, and April. And so it's tamped down since then, but it's been such a a giant problem that there's still a lot of work to be done to really try to tamp it down. And it's all over the place. It's wholesalers, it's suppliers, it's merchants, it's online, it's in stores. It's it's a lot for people to have to deal with. Yeah. And really, how has the problem changed? Because I think one of the most interesting aspects of your story is the way you sort of looked at how price gouging has evolved over time, especially as these companies have tried to tamp down on the practice. Yeah. So I talked to a co-founder at Popcart, which uh, provides a tool for consumers to track prices. And uh, he told me that while uh, prices had spiked initially for hand sanitizer, masks, Toilet paper, everybody knows about that. That's where it started. Now it's kind of filtering into work from home items. So those include um, webcams. It's also a lot of people are buying inflatable swimming pools. So those are also spiking. It's really important to just shop around for this type of stuff. Anything where there's increased demand and there's a lot of spikes of increased demand, you're going to see price gougers. Another example that The Verge found was uh price gougers are sneaking items into the collectibles section of things they're they're just regular items but they claim that they're quote unquote collectibles and then they're able to charge them way too much money so it's it's just pay attention to how much you're paying because there are all sorts of uh different ways that price gougers are trying to be sneaky about this what what kind of like items end up in this collectible section like is there are there collectible toilet paper no like i i think what they found was dumbbells was one of them it's just like regular stuff but like you know for instance dumbbells is a really good example where a lot of people can't go to the gym anymore so they're buying that kind of stuff literally anything that you feel that has impacted your life it's impacting millions of other people's lives, and they're probably buying a lot of the same stuff you are, and that is creating an opportunistic situation for price gougers. It's pretty obvious. It's pretty clear, but it, it, there are ways of getting around it. So, you know, if, if you are vigilant and if you are careful, hopefully you don't end up getting overcharged for these types of things. 
Yeah, and the in terms of what the retailers doing, like what what are what are Amazon, what's Target doing? Like, how are they trying to close out these loopholes? Yeah, Amazon and eBay because they're marketplaces. They have a lot of independent sellers. Their problems are much greater than your Targets or your Coles, where they don't have big marketplaces, so they don't have the same spikes in in supply or the same spikes in in price gouging. What Amazon and eBay are doing is that they're trying to do much more monitoring. They're trying to do much more manual monitoring because price gougers are obviously very clever and they try to figure out where are the cracks in the system, just like the thing with um, you know collectibles, so we can try to sneak in these higher prices. Uh, Amazon is also pushing for a federal law to standardize price gouging across every single state because it's just a patchwork patchwork right now. What I would say is is that at the moment, that's kind of a pipe dream. I don't really think that's going to happen in the current administration and in the current congressional environment. But I I mean, it's a justified point and it's, it's a pretty reasonable one to say that, look, if price gouging was more standard from a legal perspective, then retailers would have an easier job pursuing bad actors in this situation. And, uh, you know, you talked about some of the loopholes. I think one of them I think you had, you'd mentioned was the, the shipping loophole. Can you talk a little bit about how uh, price gouges are kind of inflating the price uh, in a way that maybe some buyers aren't even aware of? Yeah, this is, I mean, I sell on eBay. I've sold on eBay for years. This is a pretty typical price gouging move or at least a way to like cleverly hide the price of your product. So let's say you're selling something for $10, but somebody else is selling something for $5. The retailer or, or the customer will click on the $5 item without realizing that there's instead of free shipping, they're charging 15 or 16 or however much money dollars for shipping. So my, my item's $10, but their item is actually 20 or 30 or whatever. People don't notice. If you're not paying attention to that kind of thing, if you're not looking for it, then you might accidentally click on something and it, and it costs too much. Another thing to pay attention to is also the per unit cost. So sometimes items are slightly different, you know, 24 ounce jar versus a 28 ounce jar. You can do some simple math just to see which one is actually going to be less expensive for you. And that can also be really helpful. That's a bit of homework, obviously, but if you are trying to save money, and I know a lot of people are in this economy, just some some things, it's going to take you a little bit more time. But if you're mindlessly clicking on Amazon because you're a prime customer and you're not shopping around, you're really doing yourself a disservice. And, And I think a lot of people, you know, get into this mindset where, just mentality, oh, it's on Amazon, I'm getting the best price. It's not the case. It, it, and and really, it's so easy to price compare online these days that you really should be doing that. Well, yeah, that's a great point. Like, what are some of the tools for folks who don't know how to price comparison or who, like you said, generally just click on an Amazon item because they think that's the best? Like, what, what are some of the resources that are available to them? So, the simplest one is just go to another major retailer, you know, online. It, it's just, it's dead simple. You're, you're shopping on Amazon, go on Walmart, go on Target, check Kohl's. Maybe they have it. Maybe they have free shipping. I've bought stuff from Staples online for the first time during the pandemic. They actually have a lot of products. Get some bananas from Staples. You don't have to buy everything from Amazon. The other thing is, is that there are three different uh, price comparison tools that you can find, and they're all free. Uh, One of them is PopCard. I mentioned them already. Keepa, 
K E E P A and Camel Camel Camel, those all let you see price history or do price comparisons. So they'll do a little bit more of the work for you as far as that's concerned. I've certainly used Camel 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 a few times, especially during the holidays. It's pretty simple. You just throw in the link and see if the price has been increasing or decreasing over the past couple of weeks. Um, it's more homework, but you know you want to save five ten dollars. This is this is something you can do. Yeah, I know. I use Camel 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 a lot uh, during the holidays and Prime Day, where there are a lot of deals that may not actually be deals. So uh, that's great advice. You got a chance to talk with the Pennsylvania State Attorney General to talk about some of these issues. Like, what what exactly is the government doing about? price gouging. Attorneys general have been on the forefront of this issue. They're the ones that get a lot of the complaints. So I I talked to his office and I also talked to the uh, New York state attorney general's office. And they both said that they've just gotten thousands of complaints. And it's been in a lot of different places, as I mentioned before. So the state attorney general in Pennsylvania specifically said they're doing their best to track down every single one of these price gouging tips that they do get. When they get a legitimate one, they send a cease and desist order. Oftentimes, those are successful. You know, you just send it to a retailer and say, hey, I'm the attorney general. You shouldn't be charging this much. Oftentimes, that's all that's needed. If not, they will push into a settlement package or they'll try to do a fine. So there are different ways to ratchet it up to try to prevent price gouging from actually happening from different retailers. But that said, I mean, given the prevalence of the problem, it seems like even though these attorneys general are stamping out a couple of these retailers, more keep popping up. Is that sort of a correct assessment? Absolutely. Yes. 100%. It's a -a whack-a-mole situation like a lot of things are. And the problem is, as I said before, as demand spikes, it's just an opportunity for price gougers to show up and try to gouge people. You know, so like we're talking about swimming pools. We were trying to get a swimming pool in my house because the town pool has been closed. What are we going to do with our kids? Is it is it a swimming pool for you? Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's like backyard equipment. You know what I mean? Like or, or home gym stuff. It's also obvious. So if if it's not something super esoteric, you could rest assured that price gougers are trying to figure out a way to weasel into the market because supplies are weak. Supplies have been weakened. Um, it's also like it's just more expensive to ship stuff. Things are pretty kooky these days. And that's that's what's causing a lot of this opportunistic price gouging to happen. All right. Well, buyer beware. If you have any questions for me or Ben, drop us a line at The Daily Charge on Twitter. Or you can just check out Ben's story on CNET.com. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.